Welcome to the Smartest Amazon Seller Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Needham. Today, you get just me. And the goal of this podcast is to make you the smartest Amazon seller in the room, wherever you're at. And um, I'm going to cover something that I spent a good deal of analyzing myself. We're going to talk about some uh, data insights that I've made that uh, through the data that I've collected in building a Smart Scout, the uh marketplace tool that many of you know, many of you use and to, um, you know, help grow your businesses. So um, I made a report analyzing the characteristics of the top 10,000 Amazon sellers, you know, what it takes to be included in this group um, and what they're doing on Amazon. And I do think this this shows that there is more than one way to have a very successful Amazon business. I brought on many guests that have surprised me about different ways to be successful on Amazon. But if there's any characteristics that define them, I think that is uh, very interesting. I'll share insights that I'm learning from this report that um, we put together. If you want to check it out, it is available on smartscout.com. Um, check out the reports section and top 10,000 Amazon sellers. But, um, and there's a few insights that are just like worth knowing. Um, so what does it take to become a top Amazon seller? Top 10,000 You to be doing more than $2.6 million in revenue. That's kind of cool that there are 10,000 businesses that have really achieved uh, scale. And um, now, most of these sellers uh, are based in the U.S., though there is a growing contingent of top Amazon sellers uh, in China. Uh, 60% are in the U.S. and about 30% are in uh, China. And that leaves about uh, uh, 8 to 10% uh, that are in all the other countries. And... Um, and then I, I, I kept track of, there's a little chart here that shows um, their feedback, like which ones are growing the fastest right now. So of the top 10,000 Amazon sellers, um, who's growing the, the fastest month over month? Um, right now, uh, I have, um, this, this chart is actually active and it, and it updates every single time you check it to see who's winning. We break it down to all sellers, U.S. sellers and China sellers, private label sellers, and uh, and then resellers. So right now, the uh, uh, let's just, let's look at the six month growth, and they're actually kind of all the same. Uh, there is a China sellers are doing better over the last six months in uh, in growing. Uh, this is looking at their feedback score over the last uh, six months to see who is uh, growing the most year over year. And I did see a report that, that it looks like right now, and this confirms that right now that, that China sellers are actually, they're, they're decreasing in market share. So it looks like they are beating the US sellers year over year. The last month, they're actually getting hit hard. US sellers were 16% uh, month over month. And China sellers were 9% month over month. So uh, that could be due to some of the suspensions that have been rolled out. Um, so 
looks like China was growing, 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 but right now they're uh, slowing down. And so you could come to this report anytime to kind of get an idea um, at who's doing better. Um, year over year, resellers are actually on par with private label. But over the last month, uh, private label is uh, doing better. How do I identify a private label? That is looking at sellers that uh, are selling across a, a small set of brands. So this is like one, two, maybe three. Whereas resellers, they, set, they tend to sell on many brands. So that's the way that in Smart Scout we tease out which is which. Now, what's very interesting is to see what is the makeup of a Chinese seller versus a U.S. seller. So across U.S., our, we, uh, we have about 6,000 6, sellers that are in the U.S. and uh, that are in the top 10,000. And more than half of those actually are resellers. The U.S. really dominates in uh, reselling. And this is like whether it's wholesale or uh, online arbitrage, there are many of them that are selling on many brands. And then, whereas China, I mean, uh, and in the US, there, there are a lot of private label. There's uh, you know, 2,300 that we point out um, US top private label sellers. Now, China is almost exclusively private label. I have, a, I have about 200 China resellers, like uh, the, you know, our data identifies them as likely, you know, selling on, on more than five brands. Um, they could be private label, but I'm just doing my best to tease out what is interesting. Now, but China is actually passing up the US in number of private label sellers. So um, that that's worth, you know, as we just look at the data, I mean, I, I, I could tell a different story if I could, but like that's what the data is saying right now. So um, now what are the most popular categories? Uh, I think I don't even show this. I don't show this in the report. Uh, this is actually uh, data behind the report. But um, what's really interesting is China does really well in some categories and in other categories, they're just like abysmal specifically grocery and uh, supplements space, uh, uh, US is just like by far dominates that. Whereas um, when it comes to certain household and even clothing and like tools and home improvement, that's where you see China do even better. But the top categories, the top three categories on Amazon for these sellers, we have uh, 1,100 sellers in the clothing, 1,100 sellers in health and household, and and down to 550 sellers in tools and 500 sellers in grocery. So those are the top ones. Uh, and you know, just because you know you're in a different category doesn't mean you can't make it to the top. There's plenty that are in baby cell phones and toys and games and books and all that. But this is these are just the characteristics of the top 10,000 sellers. So I thought it would be interesting. And the number one most popular subcategory though uh, is uh, cell phone basic cases. So that's, uh, there are 89 sellers, uh, almost 1% of the top uh, Amazon sellers are in cell phone basic cases. What a brutally competitive segment, but uh, surely the sales are there, the sales volume. Um, 
but you won't see me anytime <laughs> jumping into that. Now, uh, what is the reliance on these top sellers onto um, say it their top product or their top brand? So private label sellers, their top ASIN on average represents 23% of their revenue. Whereas for resellers, their top ASIN is around 15% of the revenue. So you'll see private label tends to put all their eggs in one basket. They're investing in a brand, they're investing in their, in their leading product. Whereas resellers are usually a little bit more, uh, they're spread out a little bit wider. That's very true for my business. Um, and then, uh, and then again, I guess you could kind of say resellers usually have a top brand. So you, most resellers have uh, five plus brands. Uh, you'll see some that have 20, 30, 50, 100. I think Buy Boxer has like two, 300. And, um, but the top brand will on average represents for 20% of their revenue. Um, I've always kind of thought the Pareto principle applies in Amazon selling. You know, uh, that's the 80-20 rule where 80% of your revenue will come from 20% of your products or essentially 80% of your profit comes from 20% of your effort. So you, that's, it's always good to think about that so you can take a step back and focus on what's most important. Um, there was this idea that we heard in Prosper where like most people spend a lot of time, uh, most people are spending a lot of time trying to turn their, their duds into all right products when really you should be turning your good products into great products where you should really spend more time on like what, you, what is successful, dial in on that and don't waste time uh, on stuff that you may only make a marginal increase. Um, so most of these sellers, uh, the majority of their revenue comes between 14 to 20 products. I, I, so, you know, we can get, and, and my company is totally uh, uh, not a great example to follow in that we have too wide of a net, but most of people's revenue falls in just in a, in a, in a small set uh, of SKUs. So if there's one thing to, to take away, it is that Pareto principle of, you know, laser in on what is most important and what's working and, and see if you can 2X or 3X that. That's gonna be a lot easier than spending your time on wide and long tail stuff. So, um, that's, that's all I've got for today. Just wanted to talk about this report. Uh, if, if you want to see more and you want to read it, uh, you can check it out. If not, uh, hopefully you found this uh, illuminating and um, uh, that's it. So take care, everyone. One, two, three. Yeah!